back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. And uh, got a great second hour of the program here scheduled for you today. We're going to be talking to Gordon Heidecker, uh, who is the CEO of Pure Forge, which is a new brake company. And we uh, forget in this uh, in, the, in this business, or don't, don't forget, but... Uh, we, we don't talk a lot about the suppliers who uh, back up this uh, industry that produces these extraordinary cars. The brands get uh, all the celebration, Ford, uh, 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 Chrysler, Dodge, et cetera. But behind them are hundreds and hundreds of innovators who uh, make uh, uh, parts, uh, you know, everything from turbochargers to tires to brakes. And so we're going to be talking today with a, a brake company. Uh, who has just developed a new uh, brake technology. It's, uh, it's, it's fascinating uh, to talk to these folks. There's so much talent here in the uh, metro Detroit area. Uh, and then, uh, then later this hour, uh, we're going to be talking a lot of Alfa Romeo. I, I just got back from Milan, Italy, uh, which is where uh, Alfa is headquartered. And Alfa, of course, is the premium brand for uh, the Stellantis Group, and so a lot going on uh, with the uh, with, with that brand these days, and um, uh, and so uh, uh, we're going to be talking with uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the the museum curator there in Alpha, giving us a little history of Alpha, uh, as well as uh, uh, talking with the product chief for Alpha Romeo because they are making big changes to their model lineup. Uh, as uh, electrification becomes a reality, particularly for luxury brands in this business, Alpha sees an opportunity in this market uh, to go electric. Um, we've been uh, uh, we, we're uh, been working on getting um, uh, Gordon Heidecker, who is the CEO of Pure Forge Brake Rotors, uh, with us. We'll continue to try to get in touch with him, but we're now joined by Tim Hartke, who also works uh, with Pure Forge. Tim, how are you? I'm fine, Henry. How are you? Yeah, doing uh, doing great. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for coming in as uh, a super sub as our sixth man for uh, <laughs> for Gordon. I know he's a he's a very busy man uh, these days. He is uh, indeed. Yeah, has a lot of balls in the air, and and one of them is uh, Pure Forge brake rotors, which uh, you guys uh, just announced here a couple weeks ago. Uh, tell tell us what's going on. So PureForge is, um, believe it or not, a, a, a real disruptive technology in uh, the brake industry in, in the sense that we have rotors that so far we haven't been able to wear them out. Um, it kind of defies everything that we know about physics, um, but here we are with a product that um, was designed and developed by a gentleman um, out of California, and um, we have we have a rotor that we know will uh, last 200,000 miles or, or better, and we have um, the brake pads that will go up to five times longer um, with the, with this uh, technology. Yeah, it's it's fascinating, Tim, and and of course brakes brakes have been around as long as the uh, automobile, and uh, just just an essential part. Uh, of the uh, of the assembly process, uh, essential part of uh, driving uh, a vehicle, um, and and as uh, you know, you've you've been in this business for a long time, uh, driven a lot of exotic 
cars. Uh, have have you seen have you seen developments in brake technology uh, like this in the past? I'm 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 thinking of auto racing wow. you know, where you've gotten to these really lightweight uh, ceramic uh, brakes. Uh, is this is this yeah, something that yeah. engineers have been working on a long time? Well, it it it, it really hasn't um, uh, been a, an engineering dilemma. You're right. Uh, ceramic brakes um, are um, one of the latest uh, in terms of technology. But going before that, there hasn't been anything as disruptive or new in the braking industry since disc brakes and ABS braking. Um, so this is this is quite a quite a force. Um, in in the industry, um, so it's it's um, um, it, it's a technology that um, the the time seeming has come to do something like this. Yeah, it's uh, it has so many benefits. Obviously, just from 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 an efficiency efficiency standpoint, from a consumer standpoint, if you don't have brakes wearing out, I mean, I I uh, you know I can't tell you how many cars I've had owned over the years where where uh, brakes just uh, warp over time. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. if you're a BMW owner and if you've owned BMW, BMWs for generations, uh, you know, brake dust is a problem. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, this this Pure Forge is a, uh, sounds like a real breakthrough. What, what does the company do next? Is it, does it go directly <laughs> to, uh, well, to, to OEMs to sell it? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, yes, um, we've got three target audiences, uh, OEM being one of them, and we have a joint development agreement with Hyundai that's currently in place, and Hyundai is tentatively planning for a future product um, that this will go on. Um, the, so we've got the OEMs, we've got fleets, which is a huge market for us. Um, as well, well, imagine the, the the total cost of operations for a fleet vehicle is is purely a monetary endeavor. And if you can um, stop brakes from um, uh, from from wearing, um, that's one less um, replacement item that the mechanics have to worry about. And um, it, it, we have one very large national fleet that is very close to signing an agreement with us um, to, to uh, put the brakes on their fleets, and they're wearing out brakes every 3,000 miles. Um, and if you can double the life, triple the life, even in an extreme situation like that, well, you can imagine the cost savings. Um, one of the, the lead uh, people in the fleet um, market said, if we can, it, it, just in uptime alone, we can justify uh, buying these brakes. Now, they're a little bit more expensive, but on the other hand, they're um, they're worth the value. Like we said, if you can get triple, double, triple, quadruple brake life for a, a major fleet like this, um, it's pretty amazing. The uh, third is is the third market, which is near and dear to your heart. I know Henry is the um, is the performance industry, and there's a couple of of really cool. Uh, benefits. Um, number one, you had mentioned the fact that um, brake dust is a is a major concern. Well, for OEMs and for fleets, 
um, we can meet very strict standards by reducing brake dust up to 70%. And um, the, the EU, as a matter of fact, is getting very close to um, uh, developing a standard for OEM and for fleets uh, for brake dust. So we're on the cutting edge of that, and there is there are, to our knowledge, um, no no competitors. We're we're finding that we're standing alone in a very interesting marketplace. Um, the performance side of things, Henry, is very interesting too because. Um, we were talking to Johnny O'Connell uh, at the uh, M1 uh, race course, and Johnny said that if if you can, ABS is not an, an advantage on the racetrack, um, as you, as you well know. And if we can um, if we can lengthen the time ABS comes on, the um, the 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 racer is going to be quicker. And we've we've documented some of that already with our braking. So we've got fleets, OEMs, and performance industry with a bunch of different really uh, cool benefits uh, that that this product offers. Yeah, it's it, it's really uh, exciting. I mean, you 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 touch on uh, so many ways that 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 we assume uh, brakes uh, uh, factor into. Our cars, yeah, whether it's on the performance mm-hmm. side or whether it's just on the uh, the wear and efficiency side, and to have a breakthrough like this is uh, tremendously exciting. I was talking, uh, Tim, you'd appreciate this earlier in the program uh, with uh, Sarah Cook over at the Automotive Hall of Fame, and they have oh, yeah. uh, on display they have a 1903 Holly Motorette. Uh, there <laughs> on display, you know, and uh, and and you and you think you know that was one of hundreds of auto companies, you know, that was trying at the time to make a breakthrough in automotive. Was, uh, that was uh, these these tiny little uh, six hundred runabouts uh, like the Holly Motorette, yeah. but yeah. Holly, but but ultimately yeah. Holly Motorette became a supplier. I mean, they became uh, Holly became a really really good carburetor supplier. For the industry for, yes. for decades and decades to come, and you know at this right. at, you, at this moment in history uh, that you and I are living, there's a lot going on with electrification. You know, a lot of headlines being made by Tesla, by by Rivian, uh, by uh, yep. um, uh, by, uh, by well, Lordstown, yeah, Ford, yeah, yeah, and Ford by, and GM, yeah. yeah, by you know by these and by Ford and GM as well. But the, you know, all these 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 startups, you know, that are trying to make it. Uh, yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the 21st century. But but Pure Forge yeah. is a reminder of just how important suppliers are to this industry. I mean, this this is a, this is potentially a huge innovation. It, it, it really is. Um, the, 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 the five benefits of the, of the product itself are, um, are so stunning. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a very old um, system but yet now you've got disruption happening to a very old system, and I mean, I just, I just marvel at the uh, the genius of of the founder of the company, who uh, a man named Nathan um, Meckel. Nathan, Nathan likes to say he's a very godly man, and Nathan likes to say that 
you know, he's not an inventor uh, that that indeed God invented all of this stuff, but he allows us to discover it. And that's how Nathan likes to 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 characterize himself as a discoverer. Um, and it and and I just marvel at it. Like I said, it's just who would have thought? Um, Nathan started a company. Um, the the predecessor to this company was a scalpel knife um, company. He sharpened uh, knife blades, stainless steel knife blades, and uh, for medical use. And the, the the blades just didn't dull, and they, he brought efficiencies to the to the scalpel industry, if you can uh, can imagine. And uh, he sold the company, which allowed him to start this one. And somebody said to him, he says, if you could figure how to do this for um, disc breaks, he said, you, you'll be far wealthier than selling selling scalpel blades. And, uh, and and indeed, uh, he had to transfer the technology from stainless steel to um, to, to cast iron, which was no simple um, simple um, discovery to do. Anyway, he he was uh, he's quite an interesting character to talk to. Nathan is. Yeah, yeah, a lot of genius in this country. Tim, I appreciate yeah. you sharing the story with us, and uh, and look forward to hearing more from Pure Forge. Henry, thanks for having us. We appreciate it very much, and uh, all of us to you and your listeners. Yeah, thanks so much, Tim. All right, we're going to take a break. Talk to you soon. Yes, we're going to take a break here. Uh, And on the other side, we're going to talk Alfa Romeo. You're on Car Radio, 9, 10 a.m. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 
right, welcome back into Heart Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. And uh, I've been traveling the world of late, and uh, including, um, including beautiful Italy. I've never been to uh, northern Italy before. I've been to Rome, been to Venice, but I went to industrial Italy on this trip to Milan to observe Alfa Romeo, uh, at work, the Alfa Romeo is the premium brand for the Stellantis Group, the huge uh, merger of, uh, of Citroen and Peugeot and uh, Fiat and Chrysler that took place a couple years ago. Uh, a number of brands uh, under the Stellantis uh, sign, and uh, Alfa, of course, is a very important one as the premium brand, uh, particularly with, uh, as government regulations come down the pike, uh, forcing automakers to make electric vehicles. And that market uh, tends to be in the luxury segment right now. Electric vehicles are, uh, are different to operate. Uh, they tend to cost uh, quite a bit more than gas engine cars. And so automakers are finding uh, the EV niche uh, in luxury vehicles. The uh, customer uh, uh, appreciates them, and of course, the Tesla brand has really made uh, electric vehicles uh, sexy. And uh, so, a lot of uh, automakers are trying to recreate that Tesla magic. Not only the legacy automakers in this town, uh, like uh, Lincoln and Cadillac uh, and Alpha, but also startups like uh, like Rivian, uh, like uh, Lucid uh, out in uh, California. A lot of startups in this industry trying to crack the code and make uh, electric vehicles uh, popular, uh, just like uh, Tesla has done. But Tesla is still the big dog. Uh, Tesla is uh, the um, is the uh, about seventy percent of the market. Of course, fifty percent of the EV market is in California, uh, and so um, these automakers are trying to. Uh, bring electric vehicles to larger populations, not just uh, because uh, they they feel like it's a great technology, but also because they have to meet very, very stringent uh, government regulations coming here in 2026 that are going to require automakers to sell a certain number of electric vehicles in this market. So enter Alfa Romeo, a brand that has uh, been sold at low, low volume here in the United States, has, has uh, struggled to compete against uh, the, the German luxury manufacturers, BMW, Audi, Mercedes, as well as Tesla. And so Al- Alpha is uh, taking a uh, big 90-degree uh, turn and uh, going on a different path now. It's a fascinating uh, company. Uh, to learn about, and uh, it was special to go to Milan and really immerse in Alpha's history. And uh, so much of that history, like other performance brands, uh, like like uh, Porsche, like Ferrari, comes out of auto racing. And so I spent quite a bit of time uh, while I was there uh, in Milan at the Alfa Romeo Museum. Uh, and we're we're going to interview, uh, uh, have an interview with uh, – the curator of the Alfie Museum coming up here uh, this segment, and, uh, and 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 that's that's part of the the magic of Alpha is uh, how do you uh, pivot from a company that has produced extraordinary uh, race racing engines, uh, gas engines, 
over the last century. Uh, how then do you transition to uh, electric motors, which are a very different dynamic, uh, very diff- very different emotion uh, when you're driving a car. And Alpha is an emotional brand. They make just beautiful cars. They started as a coach company, a, a company that made specific uh, vehicles for customers, uh, made to order, and then moved into production. But they have always made some of the most beautiful cars uh, in the industry. The, the 1967 33 Stradale is, is one of the iconic uh, race car designs ever made. Uh, I, I raced uh, uh, Porsches, uh, Porsche 906 and a 908 for years in vintage racing. And when I was racing that Porsche 908, one of my chief competitors uh, was the Alfa Romeo 33 TT, a very quick uh, 12-cylinder engine uh, um, uh, uh, three-liter prototype that was uh, built in, the 19, in 1977. It was great to see that vehicle in the Alfa Romeo Museum. But you have all that history uh, there for this brand uh, now as it uh, transitions to electric. And the first vehicle in that lineup is the Alfa Tenali, which is what I tested uh, when I was over in, uh, in in Milan, spent quite a bit of time uh, in the in the Tenali, and, it, and it's a great little car. It's, it's actually built on the same platform as the Dodge Hornet. Uh, both are made right there in in Italy, uh, and then exported to the United States. But uh, the, but you won't uh, confuse a Alpha Tenali for a Dodge Hornet. Uh, a very uh, very different looking car, uh, and and it and it comes with uh, one drivetrain in the United States. It comes with a plug-in hybrid. Uh, drivetrain uh, with a pretty significant uh, a battery backing up the electric motor, which drives the rear wheels. It's a 15-kilowatt battery, so it gives a lot of low-end torque uh, to that vehicle. It was, it was a lot of fun to drive for a small uh, SUV. If you, if, you, if you push me and ask me what Alpha I would buy, I would still get an Alpha 4C, uh, one of the great sports cars I've ever driven. Uh, but, uh, but the Alpha Tenali is, is the start of a very different Alpha and so uh, these next two segments, I sit down uh, with, the, with the Alpha Curator to uh, give you a little history about Alpha, and then I sit down with the product, product chief, uh, uh, Daniel Guzafami, to tell us about what's uh, uh, coming to the United States from Alpha. So really fascinating uh, pair of interviews coming your way. All right, this is Henry Payne for 910 AM, the Superstation over in Milan, Italy. And I am at the Alfa Romeo uh, Museum, beautiful place. Um, if you're ever in Milan, you can come and see the Alfa Romeo Museum. It's been open since 1976 to the public. Uh, Lorenzo Ardizio is the museum cur- curator, and he joins us now. Lorenzo, how are you? Fine, thanks. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Alfa Romeo Museum. Yeah, it's, uh, I just got a tour of, of the museum, uh, a wonderful place. And uh, there are a couple cars in here that uh, that I recognize, one in particular, a, a, a 1976 33 TT that uh, I used to race against uh, with my Porsche 908 in vintage racing. Um, uh, wonderful to see that vehicle here, but uh, there, you have vehicles here going all the way back uh, to the original Alfa Romeos, and one of my particular favorites, the, the first car that won the World championship in 1925 
the Alfa Romeo collection uh, is an almost complete collection. So we have production cars, uh, we have concept cars, but obviously uh, the most important part for enthusiasts is uh, the, the race part. And uh, one of the most important cars there is the Alfa Romeo P2 that won the very first World Championship. But then we have Mille Miglia cars, Targa Florio, Le Mans 24 Hours, and then the early uh, F1 World Championship that Alfa Romeo uh, won twice in 50 and 51. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because in, in Detroit we have the Henry Ford Museum, and uh, racing has always been an integral part of the Ford Motor Company. Uh, if you go to the museum there, you have the first race car, the first Ford that Henry Ford raced uh, back in the early 1900s. It's the same with Alpha. Alpha has always been a racing company. Yes, uh, Alpha Romeo was founded, the Alpha was founded in 1910. Uh, in 1911, they raced the first time but the uh, racing project uh, was started immediately after the foundation of the company. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're here because uh, Alfa Romeo is, uh, is remaking its brand. It's uh, electrifying for the, st for the first time with the Alfa Romeo Tonali, uh, which is being introduced uh, this year uh, in the American market. Uh, but there, there have been a lot of interesting, uh, uh, interesting eras in Alfa Romeo's history. Uh, talk us through that a little bit. Uh, before the war, uh, this was a very high-priced coach-building auto company. Yes, uh, Alfa Romeo changed deeply its positioning uh, just after World War II. Uh, before World War, the positioning was either than uh, um, a, a brand like Ferrari nowadays. Uh, an average price of an Alfa Romeo was equivalent to, to more than 200 uh, Italian salaries. And so uh, very few cars completely handcrafted uh, with uh, bodies that are following the trends. Uh, sometimes are replaced every year to be always uh, uh, the perfect uh, and the queens of the environment. Yeah, and, and and there were some difficult financial times before World War II. The the uh, company uh, was was uh, was private, uh, had some financial troubles, and the state uh, bought it. The state of Italy bought it in 1936 and owned it for a number of years. Yes, uh, uh, Alfa Romeo was actually saved uh, in 1932 by the Italian state because uh, uh, financial troubles uh, are uh, connected to the company, but uh, the, the products, the reputation of the Alpha brand was very high, and also uh, the Italian state was proud of this brand and decided to save it. And uh, so, so you win the first world championship uh, in, uh, in 1925, uh, historic car, a number of famous race cars up until World War II. World War II, the company goes into producing aircraft, and that's its primary production during the war years. Yes, uh, immediately before and during uh, World War II, more than 85% of the business uh, was linked to the engine for aircraft production. Uh, Alfa Romeo was producing under a British-German license and developing his own projects. Yeah. And there was a relationship with Enzo Ferrari at some point there, right? A very important relationship because Ferrari debuted as an Alfa Romeo driver in 1920 uh, and then he became an Alfa Romeo dealer and then he founded the Scuderia that soon became a, a kind of a external but official racing department. Yeah. So uh, then uh, you go in the war years uh, after the war, uh, Italy is no longer allowed to produce uh, military aircraft anymore. Uh, so Alpha goes back to uh, building cars again, but in a very different way. Now it, it, it starts to be a mass production company. 
Yes, uh, Alfa Romeo at the end uh, of the war had uh, more than 10,000 employees and uh, the pre-war production of 200 cars per year was uh, not enough to have a job for uh, everyone. And so Alfa decided to change its positioning to start with uh, production on the assembly line and a new generation of uh, cars were introduced, uh, uh, creating the premium positioning we know nowadays. Yeah, and, and the, uh, it was interesting looking at some of the, the coach-built cars before World War II. They're all built for the customer. After World War II, that's when we get the signature Trilobo grill, when it becomes a mass production car. Before the war, Alfa Romeo basically was producing only the chassis of the car, and then every customer was free to ask for his own bodywork, dealing with names such as Pininfarina, Zagato, Castagna. After the war, the production line has some limits. All the cars of every brand were similar, and so Alfa Romeo decided that it's necessary to have a face, and so he created the, the symbol that uh, we, we call Trilobo, with a shield and two lateral intakes. And this, starting from the 50s and arriving to nowadays, it's the Alfa Romeo face. So you, you, you race for a little bit uh, after World War II, but the company's really putting all of its resources into production cars. I think the Julia and the Julietta, which are still well-known uh, names in the Alfa lineup, were born in the 1950s, 1960s? Uh, the Giulietta was uh, presented in 1954. It was the, uh, in, in the middle of Italian, we call it the boom, uh, because the, the country was restarting. Uh, there is a huge demand for normal cars, and Alfa Romeo decided to focus on that production to save the company. Uh, in 1950 and uh, Alfa won the two F1 World Championship, but with a pre-war car. To have uh, an Alfa Romeo developing a new race car, we need to wait until the 60s uh, with the uh, Auto Delta. Uh, 33s. Yeah, and then the, the 1960s, uh, that's the era I know well. Uh, uh, so many great race cars in the, in the 1960s and uh, 1970s, but from a production side, very famous car, the 33 Stradale, uh, maybe one of the rarest cars you've ever produced. Uh, there are 12 1967 car. Yeah, it's, uh, it's rare. Originally, 50 cars were supposed to be produced, but at the end, only 12 plus six chassis that uh, were bodied by famous coach builders. Uh, in concept cars. Uh, the 35th Rodale is uh, absolutely the, the rarest post-war Alfa Romeo, but uh, is now one of the most collectible Alfa ever. Yeah, be yeah be beautiful car. So, uh, so then as, as you uh, uh, finish out the, the, the 20th century, uh, the company is healthy again, 1986. The, the car is... 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38.
The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With my38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C for more information at 248-357-4566 or email at d.c.a.l.h.o.u.n at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. out of state hands and to fiat how does that change alfa romeo uh, the the fiat had to save the company again because the state uh, sold it when a deep financial crisis was killing the the company uh, at first uh, fiat had to uh, uh, to optimize the production sharing platforms and sometimes uh, also making some mistakes but in the 90s uh, a boost to design to technology evolution uh, was able to recreate uh, the Alfa Romeo brand and we are still working on that direction yeah. uh, the, the racing continues uh, talk about some of the significant race cars you got into open wheel racing uh, we, we've seen I believe some Indy uh, cars as well as Formula One cars in recent decades uh, Alpha Kandaki in uh, all the categories uh, looking for uh, a precise direction. At the end of the 80s, Alfa Romeo was developing a Group C car, an F1 car, uh, touring cars and rally cars uh, in different categories. Also, an indie program that lasted uh, three years uh, because Alfa Romeo has the, the racing in the blood, so you cannot remove motorsport from Alfa Romeo brand. Yeah, and now Alfa's ra racing in Formula One uh, with a Ferrari engine, of course. It wouldn't be any other way. Um, and, the, and the production lineup has come to the United States. Uh, uh, some really wonderful cars. My, my personal favorite is the Alfa Romeo 4C. Um, and, and a lot of people think that's the, the most uh, uh, beautiful sports car since the Serdali back in the 1960s. How significant was the Alfa Romeo 4C to Alfa Romeo? Uh, the Alfa Romeo 4C uh, means uh, uh, a compact supercar again, so lightweight, uh, real-wheel drive, uh, uh, a great uh, driving performances, uh, and so it was a, a, a real uh, uh, Alfa Romeo that uh, was the perfect car also to come back in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, of course, Americans also remember uh, Alfa Romeo for, for the uh, Duetto, uh, which was in the Graduate uh, uh, movie. It was very popular, but now Americans like uh, SUVs. They like sport utility vehicles. So the best-selling Alfa now in the United States is a Stelvio. Uh, is it the same in, in Europe? What, what's the most popular Alfa here in Europe? Uh, yes, the Stelvio 2. Uh, also in Europe, SUVs are now the, the protagonist of the market. And uh, Alfa Romeo is able to give a, a very unique interpretation of that category. And so um, at the moment, they are the, the backbone of our production. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the Tenali becomes the new bestseller. Uh, Lorenzo uh, Ardizio, thanks for uh, joining us. Wonderful to have you on the program. Thank you. Bye. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation, talking with Daniel Guzafami, who is the global head of product for Alfa Romeo. Daniel, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you doing? Great day here in Balocco today. Yeah, so Balocco, uh, Balocco is is, uh, is where uh, Alfa Romeo's uh, proving grounds are, so similar to General Motors uh, out in out in uh, uh, Milford. Here we are uh, at, the, at the proving grounds, beautiful place. Uh, we've been testing uh, Alfa Romeo Tonali uh, all day, and the Tonali is a very special uh, vehicle for Alfa, sort of a reboot uh, for the Alfa brand. Daniel, tell us how important Tonali is to Alfa. Well, yeah, it's uh, you said it's, uh, it's a reboot. Uh, if you think about it, uh, basically it's the first car that uh, Alfa Romeo launches since uh, five years. The first of uh, a plan that will be pretty consistent and, uh, and stable in the next years. Um, it's a reboot because it's the first uh, electrified vehicle for the brand. Um, it's a reboot because it brings the technology, the onboard experience, which is, together with the style, probably the characteristic that every Alfa Romeo lover recognizes immediately. But, of course, also that touch of off-board and technology that uh, uh, we now want to have on every premium car. Yeah. yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of change going on in the industry. A lot of it is regulatory driven, but it's also uh, consumer driven. Tesla has been very popular uh, in the luxury market, uh, has made uh, electric vehicles popular. So you're getting big shifts now in legacy brands like Cadillac. Cadillac's committing going all electric by 2030, and we're hearing a similar vibe coming from Alpha, that Alpha is looking to become an all electric uh, brand this decade. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the change is uh, going to happen and uh, um, we want to be a forerunner in that. So um, the change will happen and will happen fast. We will be uh, by 2027 uh, full electric with uh, a lineup that will be covering basically the total of the premium uh, market. Um, so very consistent, very simple, uh, a lean offer, technology, style, fun to drive. Uh, that's what we do. Yeah. And the, the style has always been there. I mean, uh, Alpha from the get-go was a racing brand, was a, a coach builder. Uh, everybody knows uh, an Alpha when you see it coming down the street. But it's always been a very passionate brand, building uh, six-cylinder engines and eight-cylinder engines and V12 engines and uh, performance vehicles. So that, that's a big change for this brand. There's been a lot of passion uh, through the engines, uh, the turbo uh, V6, inline six, V6, V6 and the uh, – in the Julia Quadrifoglio is one of the great engines in the in the gas engine market right now. So this is a big uh, shift too in powertrain production. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but at the end, uh, what will not change is the passion that you mentioned, the the Italian. Uh 
sportiness uh, and the fun to drive. Uh, the driving dynamics, so all of the chassis that we will tune on purpose, uh, the specific developments, because batteries and DDMs can be uh, very fun in terms of uh, high power and, uh, and uh, let's say, uh, fun drivers. Um, and of course, uh, the, the potential of the steering uh, and the feel that, uh, that you have will never change. Yeah, yeah. I've been driving it out in the countryside. Uh, beautiful drive uh, this afternoon, and, and it's interesting when you guys showed uh, the the first Tenali prototype in Los Angeles. I think it was 2018, maybe a while ago. Uh, you showed a pure electric Tenali uh, that has evolved now to a, to a plug-in uh, Tenali. It has about 30 miles of range, uh, electric range only. Um, do, do you see this plug-in as a bridge to the electric cars you're bringing? Yeah, of course. The Tonale is a, a global vehicle. Uh, we want to serve uh, global markets uh, and uh, we want to be relevant. So we want to be 100% substitution for our customers uh, and, of course, looking at what's coming, uh, what's coming next. And that, at this stage, with the current technology, uh, means to be uh, offering the possibility of uh, an electric drive and uh, the experience of an electric drive when you want for the everyday use because most of the people, especially in a CSUV segment, would drive that 30 miles per day in a city environment uh, and then still have the capability of doing a long trip uh, with a fuel tank without having the need of uh, a long stop for, for recharging or finding the spot. That situation will rapidly change because the evolution is very fast. In two, three years time, we will be fully able from both an onboard technology on our product and off-board in terms of infrastructure uh, to offer a substitution scenario relevant for our customer, for what our customer look for uh, in a full electric. And so that's when we go, 2025, 100% electric on the market. Yeah, and it's fascinating to be in Europe uh, and sort of looking back across the Atlantic, uh, which I believe is is uh, uh, your biggest market now, the United States. Uh, but but uh, the, the cars are built here uh, in, in Italy. Uh, they're sold all, all, all around uh, uh, the, the European continent. And, and it's interesting how you, um, you sell different types of the Tenali. So here you come with three drivetrains uh, for uh, diesel, hybrid, and plug-in hybrid. The United States only gets the plug-in hybrid. Explain that that yeah. strategy. Uh, well, it's a matter of uh, again consumer-driven uh, choices. Uh, in United States, we'll get uh, plug-in hybrid because we want to deliver that kind of experience. And as we said, it's a bridge toward the next step. Uh, in many European countries, uh, diesel for fleets, for instance, is still a big uh, a big uh, uh, deal, and that's what we wanted to accommodate at least for a transition period, whereas the mild hybrid is the everyday use. Have you thought about advertising your business on our 9 to a.m. superstation? Our audience is bigger than ever, and your investment will be lower than ever. Find out how you can grow your business. Give us a call during business hours and ask for Henry, 248-357-4566. We will tell your story, and more folks than ever before will come to your door. 248-357-4566. Ask for Henry, the super audience at our 9 to superstation wants to hear about you. Call now. 
The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. Uh, regular city driver for European uh, uh, way of driving. It would not work in the United States, so that's not going to be part of the offer for, for that. Uh, but at the end, the, the key word is focus. So focus on what is uh, the expectation and focus on the delivery in terms of uh, performance, uh, fun, and, uh, and of course, uh, driving experience. Uh, another interesting aspect, because you're part of a larger corporation, you're part of uh, Stellantis, which uh, owns a uh, hundred other brands. I mean, it's a lot of brands across the Stellantis lineup. But the the uh, Dodge is also doing sort of a, a brand reboot, bringing in a small SUV. Uh, this this Alpha shares a chassis with the Dodge Hornet. I know that's that that's very important to you guys. How to separate the Alpha brand for the Dodge, even though they share a platform? How do you do that? Uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, the, the Dodge team and uh, uh, my team for Alfa Romeo did uh, a very good job in differentiating uh, the two cars, both from a, an offer, from an aesthetic offer, and from a um, capacity offer. Uh, the, the customer, the target are very different, and the cars behave very different. Uh, so at the end, the result is uh, uh, very good in terms of uh, on one side, 
optimizing, of course, everything that uh, uh, is possible to optimize, but on the other side, still serve and offer two very distinct and characteristic uh, products. Yeah, yeah they, they, they uh, certainly look different. You wouldn't recognize uh, the two next next to each other, even though they share a lot of uh, componentry. One, one of the things that's uh, interesting is a performance brand, the, the, which Alpha is, is how much you use the battery for performance. Yeah. So there, there is, uh, I, I like the term torque fill. You talk to the Corvette guys who are doing an E-Ray uh, hybrid, and they talk about uh, how they use the uh, the battery as torque fill uh, down down at a very uh, uh, low uh, RPM. Same thing here. I mean, there tends to be turbo lag and, and turbo fours like this vehicle uses. You don't feel it in this car. You get instant torque from the battery. Yeah, that was a specific choice we did during the development. Uh, we developed the battery that uh, is capable of delivering that together with the EDM uh, to actually cover for that. So the acceleration is uh, pretty smooth. Uh, the pedal travel is pretty smooth. And uh, the braking as well, because also the the braking with uh, regenerative uh, brake on one side and brake by wire on the other side is capable of delivering the best feeling uh, at every condition, whereas you are braking in ICE mode or electric mode or a combination of the two. Yeah, I think it's, uh, this thing has 283 horsepower, uh, which is more, I believe, than the uh, than the Stelvio. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of grunt in this uh, this entry level SUV. Uh, Daniel, last uh, question for you. Uh, we were talking about uh, electrification, the changes that are coming to the drivetrain, but huge changes uh, in the industry in electronics also these days. Uh, we, we find all the latest electronics. Uh, in this alpha, uh, talk about that and what the consumer expectation is in terms of digital technology. Yeah, nowadays, uh, as you said, uh, this is one of the trends that consumers are asking, and uh, and we want to be forerunner also in this. So uh, every tonale is equipped with basically all of the safety uh, standard uh, that a top level class of uh, of vehicle would have. Uh, first, that means uh, automatic braking, that means uh, a level 2 uh, ADAS, uh, and that's on one side. On the other side, the connectivity, uh, the precision of uh, the power of, uh, of the infotainment uh, are uh, at the most, uh, the best of this segment, uh, and that drives the possibility to have a connectivity that is uh, optimal, uh, an interaction on board and off board, thanks to uh, our app, for instance, the Alfa Romeo connected app. Uh, you can speak to the car, uh, you can interact with Alexa on board, off board. Uh, so the family, the tribe of Alfa Romeo goes beyond when you are just driving, uh, and that's the step that we are taking now with the Tonale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, uh, a lot of change. A lot coming from Alfa Romeo. Daniel Guzzafami, uh, uh, global head of pr uh, product for Alfa Romeo. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much to you, and hope you enjoy the day.
injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for 600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy when I grow up, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. I want to be a rocking chair on a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be I want to be When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. 